Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning. We're talking about friends today. Travis, Dawn, you're not Dawn Sharp. That's okay. I'll just read off names I see on You Zoom. know who I am. I know who you are. John Rogers. Who wants to be friends with me today? Anyone want to be friends? Let's talk about friends. Let's talk about being friends in real life. All right. So, guys, we're doing something fun today. This is by request. This is the friendship formula. So, even though we see each other on Zoom all the time, this is my authentic way of asking you to be my friend. No, I'm kidding. Not at all. Nothing to do with that. This is actually a strategic, a strategic connection within the world of real estate and sales. How many of you have read the book called The Like Switch? L-I-K-E, Like Switch. Nobody. Nobody on camera. How about those of you in the chat box or on Facebook? Has anyone read the book called The Like Switch? L-I-K-E. All right, let me give you a visual aid. I can't even reach it. Don't worry. I have like five copies of it sitting on my desk. I can't reach them from where I'm sitting, but believe me, the reason I have these copies are because I used to buy a copy of this, a physical like book. How many of you guys remember books? Raise your hand if you remember what books look like. Anybody? Two of you? Three of you? Okay. Some of you. Anyway, they, they like, they, they're made of paper from trees. Anyway, well, those of you who were listening to this in like the year 2032 have no idea what I'm talking about, but trust me, there are these things called books. They are pretty cool. And I used to buy a book for every agent on my sales team that was one of the best sales manuals I've ever read. It's called the like switch L I K E. And let's do a little test here on a scale of one to 10. Let's say one is like, you're a total isolated, like person living in the woods and you don't want to talk to people ever. And 10 is you're a social butterfly connector and you will literally go to a party and meet everyone there within a few minutes and everyone's going to love you. Okay. One is like living in the woods. 10 is like, Right. Social butterfly. Where do you guys fall? Okay. I see Dustin's got his hands up. He's, he's a nine. I love it. All right. I like his fingers. Hand. Who, put up your fingers. How many, where, where do you guys fall on the spectrum? Travis, you're driving. Be safe. So Travis is a seven. John is a seven. Cool. So if you're a seven, Craig is an 80 piped in the chat box. So here is a six. If you guys are like a six, seven or an eight, this book will take you to like a nine or a 10. Almost guarantee you. If you're like a two or a three, it's not going to take you to a 10, but it'll take you to like a five or a six. Okay. It's going to, it's just, it, the guy used to train FBI agents. It was either FBI or CIA, but he used to train basically operatives to turn against their home country and spy for the U S and he wrote an entire book, reverse engineering the process of how you create friendship and loyalty with any human being in as little time as possible. And as I'm describing this concept, can you guys already start to relate this back to real estate? Can you see how having your buyers and sellers you're working with have that level of connection and rapport would help you get right stronger offers written from your buyers? Okay. When, when you're in a competitive offer situation, I was talking to an agent yesterday. She wrote an offer $30,000 over list price, which most of our markets, I'm like, that's nothing, right? Try 300,000. Anyway, 30,000 over list price. And she got her offer accepted. There was like three other backup offers. They're in request for repairs. The seller is just being a nightmare and not wanting to give anything on these little things that are, you know, some things are decent. Some things are small, wrong with the house. But this, this buyer is just feeling like they're getting run over. Can you see how having a deeper level of connection rapport might help this agent actually help that buyer either process through this, move forward? How about channel accounts? You guys know what a channel account is? You meet one person. You meet one person, you get a number of transactions over the course of a year. Back when I was doing a ton of REO, I met one asset manager 
She did 61 listings with me in a single year from one person I met. Okay. That still exists, not in REO, but in the world of there's attorneys that you could do business with, financial planners, right? Divorce, probate, also like that could, you could meet one person. They could give you a ton of business. This concept of the friendship formula works really well in that case, but you can use it with your friends, significant others. I'm going to give you actionable items right here. I want you to take notes unless you are driving, in which case go back and watch the recording later. Right Here we go. So this is called the friendship formula. It's from a book called the like switch. And if you've seen me do this before, look for something different as to where you might be missing out. Maybe you might be not going as deep. I want to do this a little shorter today so we can answer questions, but this is by request. Someone said, Jesse, can you please do the, the like switch again? So I said, yes, I will do the friendship formula. So can you guys all see this on the screen? So I want you to write down because I'm going to break this down for the next about 10 minutes. Then we'll give you some scenarios. So relationships, relationships equal frequency times proximity times duration times intensity. I'll say that one more time. Relationships equal frequency times proximity times duration times intensity. And when I say relationships, this could be a romantic relationship. If you're trying to figure this out with your significant other or someone you'd like a romantic relationship with, it could be with a friend. It could be a business relationship. It could be a client. It does not matter. I truly look at all of my clients like they are friends, right? That's just how I view them. I have a whole other topic called friend working. Stop networking and start friend working. Go back and watch that recording or I'll do that again sometime. But this is pulled from that whole idea because if you want to be able to deepen that relationship and make that connection better. I'm going to show you exactly how actionable steps you can dial up or down any of this. So I'm going to, before I ask for questions, I'm going to break some of these down. So I want to talk about each one at a time. Let's see here. And we got people in the waiting room, whoever Zach or Autumn is in charge of the waiting room today, make sure you keep letting people in. Um, I just let everybody in, but you guys keep an eye on that pretty please. Thank you. Uh, frequency. So how often you see someone, how often you see someone, um, literally let's, let's use Craig as an example. Can I kind of stop screen share Craig? How often are you on Asian power huddle? Uh, um, at least three, four days a week, if not every day, I would say at least three, four days a week. And when you're here, you're pretty much always on camera. Agreed. Yes. So I see Craig on camera probably three, four times a week. And I've known Craig for years, but just seeing him on agent power huddle, cause I'm either here on camera on agent power huddle or I'm behind the scenes still watching either way. But I see Craig all the time. So in terms of frequency, we're seeing each other pretty often. And you see me, do, do you see just how, just looking at purely however many times we see each other, see how that affects this formula, Craig? Absolutely. Like I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a few more breakdowns and then we'll, I'll show you more. So you can use social media to dial up the frequency. If you're trying to dominate in a hyper-local farm or you're trying to dominate within your sphere of influence, the more often you post or the more often you communicate with them, or if you put all, like, I don't know if you guys remember Social Orchard, the platform, that's where you take all of your, your past clients and sphere, you put them into a private Facebook group, right? And then you drip on them there because Facebook pushes the private group algorithm. They're going to see your, your group name even not just you, but your group name, which is probably your name, real estate, friends, and family, right? Like Jesse Zagorski, real estate, friends, and family, or my company's live, love, San Diego homes, friends, and family. They're going to see that name pop up all the time. That's why big advertisers spend so much money to get their brand in front of you on a regular basis. Okay. It's, it's top of mind awareness, but that's frequency in the friendship formula. So I got to dial dive into this because 
isn't it weird to start showing up all the time if you don't know them very well? Like, let's say here, let's say, let's say there's someone on the screen. Let's see if there's anyone here I don't know that well. Um, I know most y'all. I guess I, I don't really know Augie. That, I mean, I've seen Augie enough that I feel like I know him, but let's just say like Augie. You don't have to come off mute. I'm just going to use you as an example. I can see him here on camera. At least I see the top half of your head. He always looks so happy. Right, there we go. All right. So let's say I wanted to develop a friendship with Augie. I've seen him here on Agent Power Huddle, but if I started texting you, Augie, or Facebook messaging you three to five times a day tomorrow, would you think that was strange? The frequency, yes. Right? If I just out of nowhere, Augie, have we ever had an actual conversation, you and me? No, sir. No. So if I started tomorrow, like texting you, like in the morning and the noon and the night, random stuff. Hey, Augie, how's your day going? Like, okay, did you have a good lunch? Would that be weird and creepy? Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's all I need you to say. Augie has just proved that he's a, he's a fully functioning, normal human being. And some of you guys think about the way, think about the cadence. You guys know the word cadence. Think about the cadence you're using with some of the prospects you were trying to follow up with. So if you're coming from service and Augie, I, I'm, thank you for playing along. That's all. I just want to make sure we're good. Uh, so, 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 if you're coming from service, it's okay to drip on them a few times. I'm not saying stop your drip that goes out to them, you know, three times a day, the first day. I'm not saying don't do that because you're trying to get a response. You're coming from service. But like, if you're truly trying to build a relationship with someone and you're asking them questions about their life and you come out of nowhere and you're like coming on full speed, how many of you guys know close talkers? Anyone ever heard of close talker? Okay. We'll cover proximity in a minute, but this is the frequency equivalent to like, you got to build slow. How do you boil a frog? How do you boil a frog, right? You put it in lukewarm water, you turn up the temperature. So I would start by texting Augie maybe once a week. I Facebook him. Hey dude, saw you on Age Power today. How's your day going? Right? That'd be fine. Maybe he answers me, maybe he doesn't. A week later, I text him, I message him again. Then I send him a link to something. And then over the course of a few weeks, I'm sending him more and more often. I'm dialing up the frequency. I'm not trying to, to beat this point to the ground. Most of you got this about four minutes ago, but does this make sense how strategically and consciously you can affect this, the frequency of who you're connecting with? Be very conscious. I'm, I'm very strategic about how I use this. All right. So rule number one in this whole uh, like switch uh, friendship formula, and this is part of the frameworking book. This is my rule number one. Be a cool person. Whatever that means to you, right? Context is important. Like how you know them. I don't know Augie at all. It's be super weird if I keep just coming out of nowhere, but Craig, I know pretty well. So Craig and I text probably, what, what do you think, Craig? Pull up your fingers. We probably text three, four times a day. I'm sure. Some days, but I've known Craig for years. It's not that weird. So just don't be creepy. Use your judgment. If you don't have a deep connection, less start less frequently and then increase slowly. All right. Number two. So number one is frequency. Number two is proximity. How physically close are you to someone? So this is talking about why did I get on a plane? That's a whole separate story. I'm, I'm leaving that part out of the training this morning because I want to talk about how you can use the video. You can use video to fake the brain in terms of proximity. So. How do you use video to fake the brain in terms of proximity? I just heard on Teach Me Something yesterday. We're going to drop this episode in a few weeks. We had an expert on. That's the, the game show where we teach long done cool stuff. This expert came on. It was actually Nick from Business Video School, if you guys have seen Nick. And he taught me the name of the brain, the part of the brain. And I'm blanking on the word because it was a super big part of the word. But it's responsible for recognizing faces and basically managing interactions with people. So I don't see John Rogers on here very often, but I recognize his face and I know he's been on here before. And I'm like, oh dude, John's back. And I got excited when I saw John again today. Seriously, I did. I was like, cool, I'm glad you're here, John. 
but we can use video to fake the brain. You guys who are watching me on camera right now, if you're just listening to the podcast audio only, it does, it's not the same. When you see someone on camera, 90% of communication is non-visual. 90% of communication is non-visual. So what am I doing with my hands? Someone, someone make fun of me on camera. What am I doing with my hands when I talk? No, no one wants to make fun of me. Move your hands in circles. Come on, guys. Someone move your hands. Except for Karen, she's driving. There you go. Like, I'm doing this, okay? You see my, my, my body language, my head tilting, all sorts of things. You, your brain cannot tell the difference between talking in person to me or watching me on camera. It's literally like, how many of you have ever binged watch any TV show? You don't have to tell me what it is, but let me know if you've binged watched a TV show. Someone? No, not, nobody? Just me? Okay, there we go. John and Karen. Okay. Do you want to share, John, the show you have binged watched? <laughs> Do you want, do you I actually want to... saw it on the, I'm a, I'm a massive office fan. And even though I'm English, I would have to say the American version is the one I, I go to all the time. I love it. Okay. So when you, did you ever binge watch like multiple episodes back to back? Oh yeah. Often. So, and you watch the American version. Anybody else watch the American version? You know who I'm talking about? We got Jim on there. Who are, what are their characters names? Who are the characters, John? On the Jim, Mike, Pam, okay. Ryan. When you, fin when you finished binge watching, did you feel like you were friends with Jim and Pam? Oh yeah. Best friends. Right. I'm telling you guys, your brain cannot tell the difference. And so we want to leverage this. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. We want to leverage that. Thank you for, it's not an embarrassing show. I've, I've binge watched way more embarrassing shows than the office. So that was a good one. Um, your brain cannot tell the difference. We want to leverage this with our buyers and sellers. You may not be able to, how many people ever did a buyer for a lonely, any of that stuff long ago or still do it? The, the pop buys, how many people know pop buys? Okay. Popeyes, you guys don't know what Popeyes are? Where like you randomly stop by someone's house. This is old school real estate. You randomly stop by someone's house with some little trinket or tchotchke or slight item of value, like a, like a, like a corn on the cob. And you're like, I'm just corny to friends. I don't know what the slogans were. They were all sorts of cheesy slogans, but, but they worked and they didn't work because they were cheesy. The cheese ball factor had nothing to do with it. They worked because of the friendship formula. They worked because of frequency. They allowed you to stop by more often and have an excuse to stop by so you didn't seem creepy. And proximity, you were getting face-to-face. -face. But I guarantee if you're still in buyer for a lonely, because I think it still exists, I know nothing about it. I hope that they have gotten modern day versions of pop buys because you can virtually pop by on Marco Polo, a video text, on showing up on a Facebook newsfeed, going live. There's a lot of ways to do a virtual pop buy. Does that make sense, guys? I want you to start thinking how we can start to fake our clients into being friends with us before they even know it. I do this with you guys all the time. You don't even know it. Most of you are friends with me. You don't even realize you are. It's just hear my voice. You see me here. You're like, oh, I'm kind of friends with Jesse. I might be a total jerk. You have no idea. Right? It seems like I'm a nice guy on camera sometimes. All right. So let's keep rolling. That's proximity. The law of diminishing marginal returns, by the way, this is speaking of close talkers, Right? There is too close in terms of proximity. Those of you who are close talkers, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. I should probably make here. I should take off the screen share. Do it again. Ready? All right. Just be careful. There's, a, there's, there's too close. It's too close, but you get the idea. All right. Two more. Proximity. We just did. So we got frequency and proximity. The next one is duration. Duration is literally how long you spend with them. The raw amount of time. This one's super simple to dial up or dial down. You want to get more of a relationship? This one's great with your significant other. Just spend more time with them. We had a guest on here a few weeks ago named Jeremy Larkin, who was talking about driven versus drifting. And he said, go ask your wife, your kids, your husband, your dog, your pets, whoever, ask them how they like you being driven. 
And the answer is a big two thumbs down, right? They don't care about your goals. They just want to spend time with you. Matthew Hanks, do you know how kids spell love? Anyone ever heard this before? Kids spell love T-I-M-E. E. Yep. I got, a I got a friend with a tattoo of that on his arm. Kids spell love T-I-M-E. It's true. Those of you with kids, how many of you guys, how many you guys have kids or have seen kids on TV? Anybody ever seen a kid on TV? Know what they are? Small people. Anybody? Cool. That, that's it. That's the secret of kids. I, I didn't know this till I had my own. I got a three and a six-year-old currently, and it is hundred percent true. My three-year-old is a linear equation. The more time I spend with her, the more connected she is with me, the happier she is with me. Why am I telling you this? Even though if you don't have kids, here's why it's important. All of you ready, ready to have your mind rocked, write this down. Augie, write this down. All of you were once children. That's it. That's the secret. All of you were once children. Some of you still act like children. I do too sometimes, but we all have the same wiring we had. For, you don't really have to write that down. But here's the part. We all have the same wiring inside us. There's software and hardware. Your hardware has changed a bit since you are a kid. There's something called the prefrontal cortex. If you've never heard of the prefrontal cortex, this is the part that regulates emotion. This is the part that when you get irrational as a teenager or a young child and, and you watch them and you're like, why are they freaking out? Because literally a toddler has no ability to regulate their emotion or very limited. As an adult, some of us still need to visualize our prefrontal cortex developing. Just sit here and visualize it. You, I can swear you can make it better. No, I'm kidding. But you guys, as adults, we get to transcend our emotions, but we have a little better hardware, but the software is the same from being a kid. And so if you know that you're talking to a buyer or a seller or an agent you want to recruit, it's all the same, right? If you know they have the same wiring as a child and that spending more time with them will actually help you develop a relationship, what do you do with your clients? You figure out ways to spend more time with them. Why does Matthew Hanks do amazing client events on a monthly basis? Matthew, do you like spending time with your clients? Yes. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. If your clients aren't listening, I'm sure you love your clients, but is there anyone else in the world other than your clients you'd rather spend time with? Family, probably, friends? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of clients that are friends, so I'm, I'm killing two birds with one stone. You I'm know where I'm at. I'm not knocking them, but I'm saying from a business standpoint, because Matthew Hanks is a business person and there's nothing wrong with this, guys. It's not manipulative. He knows that when you spend time with your clients, you are deepening those relationships. Correct, Matthew? Correct. Okay. So you may think, I don't want to hang out with my clients. Hopefully you like your clients like Matthew does. He truly likes his clients. But if you don't like your clients, first of all, find better clients. Stop being so, stop taking everybody. Stop being, stop being that person that's just going to run around like a, like a chicken with their head cut off. Like pick clients you like. There's plenty of them out there. And second of all, spend time with your clients. All right. I got one more that we'll open one up. For one some of the things people. that really illustrates that, Jesse, can I throw this in? Because you love to talk about the, the army piece and background of the army. Yep. But there was a Facebook post last week. Uh, 13 years ago, y'all, was when I went through basic training for the army. And these guys, somebody made a post. Hey, I miss you guys. And they tagged everybody. And everybody was chiming in. Hey, I miss you, brother. How are things going? This and that. Y'all, it's been 13 years. I've not talked to these guys, a lot of them in 13 years. But I think part of the reason why that bond and there's still a friendship there and like we're rekindling that thing, staying in touch, is because the amount of time you spend together in basic training, like there's never a break. I mean, guys, they they put 60 guys in a bunkhouse and you sleep together, you eat together, you train together, you you are literally with those people every minute for nine weeks. Yeah. You, you can't recruit. Everything about our armed forces, by the way, thank you for your service, Matthew, John, I know as well as another few other vets on here. Thank you for your service from a top down. 
our armed forces are not an accident. There is nothing accidental in our armed forces. And you can learn a lot for, about organizational dynamics and psychology and how to create an efficient machine. I know those of you who are in the service would say there's a lot of things inefficient about our armed forces. Can't, I don't have any firsthand experience with that, but I can tell you that from a psychology standpoint, what Matthew just described, Matthew, it's the same reason why when we used to do these trips with these asset managers back when I was selling a lot of foreclosures, we would take 20 asset managers, all company approved, right? All like everyone's up on the up and up. We do a mastermind in Lake Tahoe or in Las Vegas, and we would rent some big killer cabins and we would do snowmobiles and mastermind and have masseuses come at night and have a DJ. And like we created these experience, right? We created these experiences that in three short days, you spend three days solid together with each other. You really get connected. You really bond. And like, I can't do nine years or 60 days. How long was basic training for you, Matthew? For me, it was 13 weeks because okay. it was a Christmas break, but right. yeah, it I was can't do as an adult, you can't do 13 weeks with anybody but you can do three days and create these experiences. If you have high level clients, guys, how many of you are coming to Cabo in March? Raise your hand if you're coming to Cabo in March. Nobody? Why are you guys not coming to Cabo? Anyway, we got this EXP shindig in Cabo in March. Um, this is a brokerage agnostic show, not going that rabble, but some of those of you with EXP, why are you not coming to Cabo in March? We got 800 people doing a high level mastermind on a beach for a week. The bonding that comes out of that and the connections and what you have there, like the reason this is happening is because the people who are organizing it understand this whole, uh, you got frequency, right? You got proximity and you got time and you got duration. Let's do the fourth one and you'll understand how this all pulls together in destination events. There's a reason why those of you who are part of our, our crew, the agent collective, we're going to start doing in-person masterminds either once a quarter or every six months in San Diego. So we're going to do like a two, uh, like a two day event, right? Not for, to make money, not as a profit center. Gonna be as, we're going to do it for our cost. We're going to get a cool place, get together, hang out because now that COVID is whatever COVID is, and it's safe enough for those of you who feel comfortable to come to a physical place, there was no, being on Zoom over months and months, we'll do the same thing that a weekend together will do. You guys have all experienced this, right? All right. So, and we start doing those events, I'll let you guys know. You guys can see my screen again. All right, here's the last one. Okay. Oh, let's see, duration. Yep, we already did, we already did that one. Intensity, here's the last one. Intensity. Intensity is the nature of your interaction. How deep, right? Are you talking about the weather or are you talking about life? It's experiential things. Like I just talked about that trip to Vegas. Like Matthew talked about, Matthew, how intense is basic training? It's not your average summer camp. Okay. There's a reason why it's not just the duration. It was the intensity of the experience you went through that bonded you guys, right? If you would have spent the same 13 weeks together, on a spa resort, hanging out for some of you that might've been intense in a weird sort of way. Cause you'd be hard to relax for 13 weeks. But like, if you just would have spent like hanging out, doing whatever, like watching, watching TV and playing video games, I guarantee nine years later, you wouldn't be friends. It was the duration combined with the intensity of that interaction that ratcheted up. Do you agree with that, Matthew? I definitely agree with it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now that you guys know, now that you guys know the, uh, um, the formula, right? Think about it in the context of here's where, we'll, and we'll open up to a couple of questions in the context of a restaurant, because restaurants are someplace that most of you in your career have probably worked in. And if you haven't worked in a restaurant, you've at least, you've at least eaten in a restaurant. <laughs> Please tell me before COVID, all of you ate in a restaurant, raise your hand. If you have only three of you, the rest of you get out more often, or you don't have hands one or the other. All right, cool. So, <laughs> so what are the four factors, right? The four factors were 
scrolling back up. So I make sure I give them to you in the same order. We got in a restaurant frequency. When you're working in a restaurant, you see the same people on the same shifts all the time. Proximity. You are in super tight quarters duration. You got like an eight to 12 hour shift and intensity, even though a restaurant is not life or death. It kind of feels like it when you work there for some of the way the clients respond kind of like real estate, like it's just food, but why are you screaming at me? Anyway, I've, I've worked in the restaurant. So when you put all those together, guys, why do you think there are so many spontaneous romantic relationships that spring up in a restaurant? Because you've got this powder keg of these things working together. Now that you know how to do this stuff, I want you to figure out in your own life with your clients, with your people, how can you be strategic? How can you be intentional? How can you dial up any one of these four factors or dial it down if you don't want to be so close with someone, right? Dial some of these things way down. You're like, I need less of this person. And for bonus points, this is where Facebook Live is incredible because Facebook Live hits almost all of these factors. Actually, it does hit pretty much all these factors. Facebook Live is the game changer. I got three minutes. What questions do you guys have, if any? Nothing? Is this useful? Right, show of hands, how many of you, if you've never heard this before, you're like, dude, I, I picked up something I can use today. Anyone's is useful information because I want to make sure this is actionable. I want you to think about it in your mind. Okay. So here's how we're going to end this then. We got, we got two minutes. I want you to consider one person in your life, maybe two at most, but I want you to dive down to one person. And I want you to figure out this is someone who could positively impact your business in some way, shape or form. Either they could give, they could send you referrals, a bunch of them. They might do a buyer seller transaction. Maybe they're an agent you want to recruit. I don't care what it is. Picture one human being. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to get this person in your mind. I want you to like actually figure out who this is, make a commitment. And I want you to pick which one of these four factors you want to start by increasing. It's a conscious, this is a, this is a new skill you're going to develop because you got to learn to do it well. And so pick one factor and slowly ratchet it up. Everyone got someone in their mind. They got their factor. I'm not going to make you share it, but this is where I want you to put this into action. Because if you just learn this stuff and you never do it, you're going to forget. Some of you heard me say this, this topic a year ago and you've done nothing with it. Maybe it goes somewhere in your mind, but if you start to actually use it and then maybe pick a second area you want to try, because you could ratchet up two of them at once. You could do a more intense event. Maybe you're going to take this human being and you're going to go sailing if you live in a nice place, or you're going to go bowling. We did, is anyone here in San Diego? Uh, Janice in San Diego. I don't know if anybody else is here. We do a regular bi-monthly and now maybe monthly poker night. It's actually a poker afternoon now. We call it a poker night, but it's a San Diego real estate poker happy hour. It's like three to six on a random Thursday. What do you think hanging out with a bunch of other agents for three hours does for all these factors? Proximity, intensity, duration. Like we're doing this to bond and to connect so we can do off-market deals. We're doing it for a lot of reasons, but like, Figure out ways to put this into your world with that. You don't have to throw a poker night. You could do this in little ways. Has everyone got something? I'm not gonna make you share, but everyone raise your hand if you're like, you got your homework assignment. You know what you're gonna practice this. We committed to practicing it. All right. Thank you for being here. Autumn, you got some music queued up. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, Zach will tag me in the Facebook post, in the Facebook group. You got questions, DM me, email me. Just ask me. Uh, hopefully I, you know that like, I, I legit wanna be friends with you guys. So thanks for being here. This is fun as always. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.